You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Put off the old is the title of this devotion. Put off, lay off that old nature, you know, that way of being that is obviously through Jesus Christ part of the old nature, the nature of sin, ways of acting and reacting, ways of thinking and looking and being and moodiness and attitudes and verbal uh, language and so forth. They're just It's part of the old. We can't think that way anymore, talk that way anymore, act that way anymore. Now that we're in the light, in the light of God's presence and everything is open to Him and we have repented and said, Lord, I repent of these sinful ways and I, I remorse from it. I lament that I have been this way and that you've been so merciful despite that I was so dark and sinful that you've loved me by sending your son to die for me and I'm not going to act like his death is for nothing by continuing to behave that way. I will not disregard the offering that you've made for my freedom by still acting like I'm a slave of sin, like I'm still bondage to uncleanness and unholiness. No, Lord, I will not go that way. No, I rebel against it. I resist it. I hate it. And Jesus said, unless you hate the sinful life that you've lived in the flesh in this world, you will perish. But if you hate the sinful life you've lived in the flesh, and then you will live because God will give you a new life. And, and that is a reality. And here in Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 20, we have not, but you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off, you put off. You see, we have a part to do in the change that God is giving. We have a part to do. We have to say, no, no, I'm not going to be that way anymore. I'm not going to act that way anymore. I'm not going to think that way anymore. See, we have, to, we have to follow the Lord that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. I really love that statement. That has helped me over the years. That the spiritual mindset that you have is now in fellowship, in contact with God, and that you live in that communion with Him through Jesus Christ. And no, you cannot behave anymore as if you don't know God. You can't act anymore as if he is not paid a high price to set you free from those behaviors. No, you have to yourself say, no, I will not be this way anymore. No. And that is quite a powerful position to make. However much you in your own passion, which is important, in your own zeal, which is important, seek to be different, it is not sufficient. 
because the heart is amazingly deceitful. Jeremiah says here in chapter 17 of Jeremiah, he said, Now, blessed is the man, in verse 7, who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, who spreads out his roots by the river, and will not fear when the drought, when heat comes, but its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Right? The heart, though, he says, is deceitful above all. So even though you, you say, I trust in the Lord, you find out there's a heart in you that can be quite deceitful where you know no don't go that way it it wants to go that way no don't think that way it thinks that way and he says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it i the lord search the heart to test the mind even to give every man according to his ways according to the fruit of his doings and you really need to realize Unless God transforms my heart, I cannot break free from the old. You see, friends, it's not what we say we do for God that will happen. There's a lot of people who have, the Bible says, what is it? The, not the Bible, but it is the, the road is paved with good intentions. In other words, people make these New Year's resolutions and, and commitments, and then often not within days they break their own resolution. In other words, you can, you can really want to do it. You can even passionately pursue it, but it's not enough. <clears throat> Why? It's the condition of your heart. It's the condition of your heart that will determine the quality of your life. <coughs> Excuse me. So what's the answer? Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He is that perfect heart. And he sprinkles, in other words, administers our heart with his precious blood and with his love to enable us to live the life he gives and to break free from the old to break free. Oh, come on, be encouraged, friend. Maybe you've tried to break free from the old and you just can't do it. You can't do it. And maybe you even get irritated and, and really upset when ministers touch that little area in your life where the old still reigns, where the old still holds you in bondage and you know it and you feel bad about it and that's why you get so temperamental about it and really agitated and defensive. And all of that behavior is the nature of bondage. It's the nature of slavery. As you say, yeah, but yeah, I, I can't even talk about it. It makes me so angry. And why would you even think there's something wrong with, you know, people are ugly when it comes to these certain areas in their lives where the old still holds. How can I break free from the hold of the old? Jesus. Paul says here in 2 Corinthians, oh, how this has helped me through the years. Verse 14 of chapter 5 of 2 Corinthians. For the love of Christ compels me because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all that those who live 
should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Again, the love of Christ compels us, urges, moves us. It is that love of our Savior coming into us consistently by the Holy Spirit that begins to enable us to break loose from the grip of the old, to break loose from the mannerisms that identify us as if we're just still mere human, that we are not now partakers of a divine nature. Oh, friends, people are Christians sometimes only in name or because on Sunday they go to church, but their whole mannerism and attitudes contradicts their confession, and that should be the opposite. Our mannerism and our ways of living should always emanate the life we live, that everybody can see in us, that we have been taught by the Lord, that we have His love compelling us. Here in 2 Peter chapter 1, in verse 3, it says, His divine nature, the Father's divine nature, has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature and having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. You see, God's word has said, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons, your daughters shall prophesy. Your young man shall prophesy. Your old man shall see visions. And these promises there in Joel chapter 2, Peter was preaching on the day of Pentecost, those scriptures. And that through Jesus Christ, we are given this Holy Spirit's power life by which we are transformed by which we are conformed to the nature. And that Holy Spirit's life come into us, revealing, as Ephesians 3, 14 through 21 says, that life, that love of Christ that so empowers us, that love by which He loved the Father. When Jesus had to suffer the death of self, He said, now the world will know I love the Father when they see me lifted up. And when all hell came to stop Jesus from surrender, giving himself to the Father in his suffering and in his death, it could not stop him. No matter what's holding you, no matter what grip of history, what grip of family, what grip of need, of want, of desire, of of crying, of, oh, I want this, I need this, I'm so unhappy, and whatever it is, the old has a grip on you. But I tell you, there is a power that can loose you from that grip, and it's Jesus himself. And his love will compel you, move you, enable you. Listen to this in closing from the Living Bible in uh, Romans chapter 6. Listen to it, starting at verse 1. Well then, shall we keep on sinning so that God can keep on showing more and more kindness and forgiveness? Of course not. Should we keep on sinning when we don't have to? Sin's power over us was broken when we became Christians and baptized to become part of Jesus Christ. Did you not know that through his death, the power of your sinful nature was shattered? 
Did you not know that your old sin-loving nature was buried with him by baptism when he died? And when God, the Father with glorious power, brought him back to life again, you were given his wonderful new life to live. For you have become part of him. And so you died with him, so to speak, when he died. And now you share his new life and rise as he did. Your old evil desires were nailed to the cross with him. That part of you that loves to sin was crushed and fatally wounded so that your sin-loving body is no longer under sin's control, no longer needs to be a slave of sin. For when you are deadened to sin, you are freed from its allure and its power of you. And since your old sin-loving nature died with Christ, we know that you also will share and enjoy his life. Christ rose from the dead and can never die again. Death never has any power over him. He died once and for us all to end sin's power. So now he lives forever in unbroken fellowship with God. So look upon your old sin-loving nature as dead and unresponsive to sin. And instead, look at yourself as alive to God, alert to him through Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh, I could go on and on and I'd love to keep reading it. But listen, friends, whatever has been holding you in the old, God gives you the power to put it away. Look at your life right now. Where are you feeling so unhappy? Where are you feeling needing and wanting? What is pulling on you? What is pulling on you that is robbing you from the blessings that are Obvious to everybody, but maybe not to you. You're so blessed. You're so fortunate, so envied to now be part of Jesus Christ, to now be able to come to God and worship and prayer, to be part of his family of the church and the congregation of the ones that are holy in heaven and those that are holy part of heavenly life here. And you're so blessed in so many phenomenal ways. And yet there is this maybe area where you're so wanting, needing, and hurt, and, and, and there you go, down in that frustration, down in that depressive feeling, down in that unhappiness, down in the anger, down in the blaming others for what you're unhappy about. That's the old, that's the old. That's a life of bondage. That's a life of slavery to self and to want and need. You're not a slave of yourself. You're not a slave of want and need, no matter how alluring it may seem, no matter how enticing, but it's robbing you. And it's not God. No, my dear friends, the Lord causes us to triumph and makes us victorious in everything and that we can commit everything into his hands and live happy and full of his love and life and satisfied in his goodness, delighting ourselves in our, his faithfulness, Psalm 37, and be so happy where we are and know that our lives and our days are in his hands in our future and that he guides and leads us. And we just say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. That's the new. That's the new. Come on, let the Lord Jesus today break the old and set you free. For whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen. Have a good day.